Welcome to Embers and Wind. Are you feeling a calling to serve? What if answering this calling unleashes from deep within you leadership potential? I'm your podcast host, Keith Weedman. Blended three decades experience with knowledge from multiple disciplines to unleash hidden potential in others. In this weekly podcast, my distinguished guests and I will share what fuels us and how we serve. You will feel a gentle wind on the embers of service that glow within you. You will receive kindling for your capabilities and knowledge to build skills. You can utilize this gentle wind to ignite the kindling. You will be guided to do this for people you lead and serve. You can apply what you learn with people you love. Get ready to feel the gentle wind. Today's special guest is the founder of Morning Fire Coaching. He is a Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi Award winner. He owned his own gym before this pandemic hit. He was a personal fitness trainer and coach. Even though COVID forced him to close his gym, he pivoted full-time into coaching. He's been recording Facebook Lives daily for two and a half years. He launched his Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast two and a half years ago. He first inspired me as an accountability partner to start getting up at 5.30 a.m. every morning and then to take a three-minute cold water shower. I dread the cold water hitting my body. We're fortunate enough to be coached by one another. Please join me in welcoming Jeff Wickersham. His topic today is Ignite Your Morning Fire. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks, Keith. Thank you for having me. Tell us about your mom. So this, uh, this topic is an emotional one for me. Uh, unfortunately, I lost my mom to, to breast cancer six and a half years ago. And it was one of those moments that punched me in the gut, cut me at the knees, and had me question everything in, in life. When you watch the woman that brought you into the world, leave the world, it, it definitely shakes things up from, from that perspective. And you see how fragile, fragile life is. But looking back and understanding our, our last deep conversation about legacy and how she was just so worried that her grandchildren wouldn't remember her, that truly has been an inspiration for me. It's lit the fire in me to go out and motivate, inspire, and, and make sure people know what a gift each and every day that they gift is, they get is, uh, as well as my mom was very hopeful, right? She loved loved hope, loved sending hope out to those that, that were going through difficult times. And that was quite honestly how she battled breast cancer on and off for 17 years. It came back three times. And that message of hope, that message of positivity, that mindset is, is something I strive to lead and live every single day to carry on her, her legacy. You do a great job of it too. And I want to talk about a book you wrote I read two books at the same time. One book was written by a well-known, well-respected author that sold millions of copies of his book. And then at the same time I was reading this book, I was reading your book. And I couldn't put your book down. I finished your book first. Your book was an inspiring read. Please tell the listeners about your book. 
Absolutely. And I, I appreciate that, that message, Keith. And I know you, you told me offline and I did take some time to just take it in. It definitely got me, got me emotional. So, so thank you so much for, for those kind words. So my book is called Rise, Fight, Love, Repeat, Ignite Your Morning Fire. And that's the mantra that I live by on a daily basis. It's that four-step methodology, morning methodology that, that I've created. And the rise is, is very symbolic of a phoenix rising from the ashes, right? Every day you have new opportunities, new possibilities to, to take advantage of. The fight portion is that, that dog mentality, fighting for your physical fitness, mental fitness, nutritional fitness, and we need that fight, that dog mentality. I feel like there's a world full of walking zombies who don't necessarily know it, but they're just going through life with good, mediocre, and okay. And, and we should all strive for, for extraordinary lives because we get the gift of, of life. So that's the fight portion. The love portion is so important. Showing yourself love, right? Self-love is just so important because when you love yourself, you can love all those around you that much better. And it's such an important piece to the puzzle. And then the secret ingredient at the end is the repetition piece, right? Is, is so much of what we do on a daily basis is driven through our habits and rituals that if you can do this over and over again, where it becomes automatic, right? Where you don't need to think about it. It truly is the foundation for anything you want to do in life, starting out the day in a proper way. The one thing you didn't tell us about is your storytelling. In your book, you actually tell stories, and your stories are what really inspired me. Tell us about your stories a little bit that are in the book. One of the most powerful things I, I think as far as resonating with, with folks is, is sharing and being vulnerable about things that occur in your life and, and knowing that you go through trials and tribulations, right? And, and Keith, to your point, I know in the opening, I wrote this book right when COVID hit and we went into lockdown. I was in the process of closing my gym and, and being so unsure of what the future held. And I was able to, to push through. And when you share those stories, when you share pain and, and how you can transform it into power, it, it truly inspires other people because so many people go through the same things. You don't know about it because they put the highlight reel out on social media, but you might impact somebody that's going through through a very similar story or situation that they're going through in life. I know you're a big champion of morning habits. So why have morning habits, Jeff? It's really about control at the end of the day. And when that alarm clock goes off and many years, I gave up control when that alarm clock went off, right? I, I threw myself in the shower, I check email, I do something of that nature. And it just puts you on the defense the moment the alarm clock goes off. And I have two sons, 12 and 11, they play basketball. I always relate it to playing basketball and getting in that defensive stance and your knees are bent, your hips are bent. If you try and hold that position all day long, your, your legs are just gonna give out. And that's how so many people operate on a daily basis. And that's why they end up exhausted, stressed and, and flop on the couch. And they, they've got nothing left at the end of the day and they wonder how they can get through it the next day. Well, flip that script and imagine when that alarm clock goes off, you give yourself 30 to 45 minutes where you can truly light yourself up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, nutritionally, get these quick wins. The moment the alarm clock goes off, you're going to feel so much forward momentum and forward progress in your day that no matter what life throws at you, and we know life throws a, a heck of a lot at you, 
you'll be able to equip and, and deal with it. And it's, it's truly a foundation for, for anything you want to accomplish in your life. I've got to tell you a story, Jeff, real quick. Before you got me getting up at 5.30 a.m. every morning, I was a dozer alarm pusher. I was 67 years old and I had a long history of using that dozer alarm. My wife hated that dozer alarm because I kept pushing it, thinking I could sleep a little longer. And then after you started working with me, I stopped using the dozer alarm. I never push it more than once. Actually, I don't push the dozer alarm at all. I always get up the first time my alarm goes off. And that's been almost a year ago. Thank you for that. You're welcome and, and congrats. And, and uh, yes, the snooze button, the dozer alarm. So many people hit that snooze button because they say, oh, I just need an extra 10 minutes of sleep. Well, that sleep is, is not quality sleep whatsoever. It's amazing when you think about it how that snooze button is the largest button on your phone when the alarm goes off. And, and I found something out about six months ago when uh, I was doing some, some self-discovery, you can actually turn that snooze button off. In the iPhone for specifically, you can turn it off and then there's just one option, stop. So for the listeners out there, if you want to stop hitting the snooze button, the number one trick is eliminate the button altogether and give yourself only one option. You're, you're either stopping the alarm or you're not. Very good. And I know that your habits have really changed your life. Tell us more about how you've changed. Yeah. So when I, I started as an entrepreneur, when I opened up my gym business, I, I still was carrying those, those kind of habits and rituals that I had in, in my twenties and my thirties, you know, I'd hang out with, with friends, maybe drinking at night, you know, not, not really conducive to getting up and being inspired and, and having energy and focus and, and enthusiasm. So I had to do a lot of self-reflection on hey, what, what do I truly want? What are those habits? What are those rituals that make me feel good and inspire me the next day? And making that connection to what did I do last night? How do I feel today? And so many times we don't have that awareness. It's very similar to food. We're so disconnected when we, we eat that we eat something and we feel like crap, but yet we don't make the connection where we shouldn't eat that thing again. So going down that that, uh, you know, that self-discovery of, of saying, okay, I need to, to set myself up for success. I need to prepare. I need to do the things and mirror a lot of what those, those high performers, right? Uh, I mean, Tony Robbins does it. Oprah does it. Barack Obama, all these high performers have a morning routine that they leverage that sets them up for success. They get all that forward momentum and then they can, can attack their day. It's not just the morning though, that you have habits. Tell us about the rest of the day. Yes, and, and that's one of the missing pieces I, I feel like folks overlook so many times is how do you prepare for success the night before? It's not just going to happen in the morning. And what I love to, to coach clients on is, is getting everything prepped and prepared the night before. So when you wake up, you're getting these quick wins, right? And, and it's as easy. The, the first thing I recommend to people is drinking a full glass of water, right? When you wake up, because the longest stretch of the day you've gone without water is while you're sleeping. And right. our bodies are made so, so much of water. So I tell people, have that glass of water out ready for you when you come down the steps or have that bottle of water right next to your bed. And people always would kind of chuckle a little bit. So you want me to have the water poured and already ready for me when I go downstairs? And I said, yes. Because 
what happens if you come down those steps, you go into the cabinet, there's not a single clean glass, you go to the dishwasher, maybe somebody forgot to run the dishwasher. That's the first opportunity for your mind to say, you know what, this is too difficult. Let's go to the easy route. Let's go back to bed. And the mind is wired. It is fundamentally wired to take the easy route. So as much as you can do the night prior, then you save yourself your time. You're prepared. The mind knows what you're going to do in the morning and you can get those quick wins and create tremendous, tremendous momentum. You also break up your day. Tell us about that. Scheduling is such a critical component and I love front loading, obviously with the morning fire routine and then getting work done early on, especially when it's quiet, no one's around. I feel like that, that time is just gold to be able to get some high value activities completed and then making sure you schedule downtime throughout your day. People that might be going meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting. I know it happens many times in, in corporate America. They're, they're playing defense and they can't get anything accomplished because they're on meetings all day long. So scheduling in buffer time, making sure that you have a half an hour after a call to actually follow through on what you're going to do. That's incredibly important, as well as to get a break and get away from work right? Five minutes. If you can take a five minute break, go out and get some fresh air. You, you think you're losing the time, but coming back, you're going to be so much more refreshed and invigorated to be able to tackle what you're doing. You're going to be so much more, more productive. So definitely blocking time, giving yourself breaks, making sure you have time to actually do the work based upon you know, what you're doing throughout the day is, is vitally important to, uh, to being very productive. Now you've got a podcast Tell us about your podcast. Yeah, so the podcast is named Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs, and I bring entrepreneurs on the show, and we talk about their go-to morning habit and ritual routines. Since I eat, sleep, and breathe morning habits, rituals, routines, I always want to hear what other people are doing. So it's a great way to, to share that with my audience, as well as speak to their entrepreneurial journey, right? Because success leaves clues, and, and being able to hear what other successful people have done, either from a lesson learned, a failure that they, they might have had that they can share with the audience as well as their journey is just so incredibly powerful because th those stories can inspire and, and can help people get through difficult times when they hear what others have done prior and, and made it out on the other side. And while I've done a three-minute cold water shower now for almost a year, what I've never done, I've never done an ice plunge. Tell us about ice plunges. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, cold showers, ice plunges overall, they're such a mental challenge. And, and there are obviously some physical benefits. I'm a huge Wim Hof fan. I've had a certified Navy SEAL instructor that, that has been you know, certified from, from Wim Hof do these sessions. You know, the physical benefits are, are obviously, your, it boosts your immunity, it, it improves your circulation, it, it increases the activation of brown fat, which can help you lose weight. So it's those pieces, but really what I enjoy is the mental battle. And, and the mental battle within our minds is truly the battle that, that we need to win on a daily basis. So there's nothing like having that cold shower on or sitting in front a of a tub of ice and your mind telling you, Jeff, what the heck are you doing? There's no way we're getting in here and then moving forward and getting in. So being able to wield and direct your mind is such a first step in that, that overall internal battle. So that cold showers, you know, kudos to you almost a, a year 
getting in there and knowing your mind, especially when it's cold and it's winter time, being able to push through that, that just gives you such, such forward momentum. And the ice is a, the coldest you can get because it's touching your skin. And that's been, uh, that's been an amazing thing. And so many times when people get in the ice, the, the first reaction is that big, you know, breathing in. And one of the key things there is just to focus on your breath and stay calm. But uh, it's, it's pushing yourself mentally and physically to, to challenge what you can do. There's a video I recall, and you're standing out in swimming trunks and you're in snow and you're breaking the ice before you get in for your ice plunge. That's what I remember. <laughs> yes, that was uh, that was a Facebook Live. I had one of my sons who was bold enough to get out in the snow and, and uh, go live and videotape it. I, I just want to do things to show people the possibilities that are out there. You can you can push yourself, you can do things. And if I can show up a little crazy and you think I'm crazy, then that'll open up possibilities for other people to push themselves and, and into new limits. And talking about new limits, you're on LinkedIn Live now too. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I, I love speaking. I love inspiring. I love motivating. I, I speak to companies and corporations on you know, the power of habits, the morning routine, all those types of, of things. And then I love getting on LinkedIn Live and sharing you know, a thought of the day or, or interviewing a, a, a podcast guest on there. It's just a way to, to interact with the audience. They can post questions on there. If, they, if I have a guest on my podcast, they can interact as well. It's just a way to, to continue to inspire and, and lead. Many people have goals in life. Some people have visions and you have a vision for your career. And it involves a million people, reaching a million people. Tell us about this vision. So goals are a tricky thing, right? And, and so many times people create a goal. And, and I always say create that big audacious goal and then, then drive towards it. But then we get lost in the shuffle of how do we track it? How do we do different things? And, and to your point, Keith, and, and thanks for bringing it up. My goal is to reach one million people, touch one million lives in, in some way, shape or form. And that drives my actions on a daily basis. And one of the things I love to have is in my viewpoint right now, as I'm, I'm recording this podcast with you, I have the number 1 million. And then I have an arrow down from, a, from another number that's circled. And I track that number of how many people I've impacted on a daily basis. So I can update, I can see my progress, but that's an overarching theme to allow me to have that mindset of, hey, that's that's where I'm going, that's where I'm headed. I've got a heck of a lot of work to do, but I can chip away at it and I can continue to, to move. And let people know, where are you at today with that chipping away? So right now I'm at 2,289 people that I have, have impacted. So I am, uh, I'm chipping away. Yeah, and the thing that is inspiring to me is I know you're going for it. You're not stopping. You're going to keep taking action, keep chipping away, and those numbers will grow phenomenally. Yeah, I, I definitely am. And, uh, you know, as, as the thought process, how can I reach more? Well, I could be on stage speaking to 10, 20,000 people, right? That, that chunk's a good, a good number out there. So it's continuing just to open that mind of how do I impact more people? How do I get my message out there? How do I inspire? I love just putting one up every so often, but when you can put a couple hundred up after you speak to a group, that's pretty powerful as well. And I know you keep track of your podcasts and how many people you reach through your podcast too. Tell us about how you do that and how you 
track the numbers and where they're from. Right. So one of the key points to that 1 million number is having a baseline. And I had a baseline I started from, and now I track interactions when I have a Zoom call with a, a potential client, right? That's one person that I've inspired, even if they become a client or not. We get on, we, we do some, some great coaching. Uh, from that perspective, I track how many downloads or listens the podcast gets. If they somebody grabs my book, I can track that as well. If I have a speaking engagement with a couple hundred folks on a Zoom, for, for example, I can add those in as well. And it, it just gives you that focus to, to really know where you're at on a daily basis and, and focus. When you focus on things, they grow. And too many times we're bombarded by bits and pieces of information, all the things that are out there that, that distract us. That allows me to continue that focus and always have that arrow going down, driving towards that 1 million people. Kudos to you for the progress you're making and for, and for the tracking of your progress. What's next for you? What's next is, is continuing to get on stage and, and speak, speak to companies, corporations, and, and individuals. That's one thing that I, I truly love doing is inspiring, getting people to think just slightly different because so many times we're just a little off and you can make minor tweaks that have such a profound impact on your life. So getting the voice out, getting the word out, continue to show up on, on wonderful podcasts like, like yours allows me to, to get my message out and, and reach more people because I truly, truly believe with every ounce of my body and being that when you create a morning routine that lights you up, you can do incredible things in your life because you'll have so much forward momentum. Excellent. There is a listener right now, and you know who you are, and you resonate with this message. Jeff, how can this listener stay connected with you? How can they stay in contact with you? How can they learn more from you? So first step, they could go out to my website, www.themorningfire.com. You can grab two free chapters of, of my book, as well as opt into my newsletter that I send out on, on a weekly basis. You could go out to Amazon if you said, you know what, this book sounds fantastic. I want to want to read it. And uh, it's out on ebook or paperback. You can listen to the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast on all major podcast providers. And then if you're on the uh, on the socials, I'm out on LinkedIn, Jeff Wickersham. I'm out on Instagram, Jeff underscore Wickersham, Facebook. I'm also doing some uh, some videos on TikTok as well. So you can follow me on any one of those social channels. Excellent. And I'll put in the uh, show notes, I'll put some of the contact information that you share so that make it easy for you to stay connected with Jeff. Jeff, any final words you want to make before we close for the day? Yeah, absolutely. And Keith, thank you. Grateful to, to be on the, uh, on the podcast. The last closing point I want to make is you have a choice when you wake up in the morning. And I want you to ask yourself this question and, and say it out loud, right? What, what do I choose to make out of this day? You can wake up and say, this day is going to be amazing. And you know what? That day more than likely will be amazing because you're setting the tone the moment the alarm clock goes off. Or you can say, oh, this day is going to suck. Well, guess what? When you say that, the day is going to suck. So don't undervalue the choice you have that you can make the moment the alarm clock goes off. Excellent. I choose to get up at 5.30 a.m. every morning. What about you? What do you choose? Thank you, Jeff. Thanks, Keith. Have a fantastic day. And thank you for listening. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. 
Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Embers and Wind. If you enjoyed today, please come back next week. Please also share this episode with a friend. If you've not already subscribed to Embers and Wind, rated this podcast, and written a review, please do this now. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can reach me directly at embersandwind.net. Thank you again for joining us.